Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. You know, we uh, I read a, a mailbag maybe about a week or so now where you had two parents that were together. They had gotten married. They were older, and they each had a kid, 18 and 19 years old. And they were like, can the kids date? They like each other. They're both adults. We spent a couple days talking about that, right? Yes. <laughs> it's weird, but we were like, well, they're both adults. They didn't grow up together. What's wrong with it? Well, here's a story that I thought was pretty interesting. A 20-something couple has been together for about five years. So you're talking about a couple that were together. They met in 15, 16 years old. They've been dating all through high school and a little bit after they graduated high school. Then they get engaged. Right. They've been together five years. They're in their 20s. Good for them. COVID delayed the wedding. So they weren't able to get married. And then what happened is the girl's mom and the guy's dad met and they started dating. Oh. And then they eloped. All of them? Nope. The mom and the dad. Before oh. before the kids got married? Now the bride's mom oh, wow. says the couple should cancel their wedding because it would be inappropriate to marry her stepbrother. No. <laughs> that's not fair. That's still stepbrother and stepsister now. Mm-hmm. So selfish. Because they beat them down the aisle. Right. But it's almost the same story. Mm-hmm. Just flipped. Well, ish. Yeah. Ish. But now does anyone think the stepbrother and sister can't get married. No, they were going to get married first. Yeah, they can get no. married. Yeah, they were the first ones. But the still, it's still a stepbrother marrying his stepsister. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, but still, it's okay. It's Come weird, on. Huh? It's, <laughs> where do you find these stories? Hey, life comes at you fast. <laughs> Hope you guys are starting off a great weekend. It's Friday. We're pretty pumped about that. Let's open up the final mailbag of the week. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. All right. We got the tea here, boys and girl. Yeah. Thank you. Come on. You know what that means, Eddie? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's something we're about to spill. Good, good, juicy stuff. Okay. Hello, Bobby Bones. I need advice. My friend's mom has recently been extremely flirty with me. Oh. (laughs) I know this. You're familiar with this. My mother-in-law. Today, she sent me a text and asked if I was interested in her. Wait, what? Stop it. She's an extremely attractive older woman, and I'm a single guy. I am not very close to this friend. We talk occasionally and hang out maybe once a month or so. Should I try to see where things goes with my friend's mom? <laughs> she asked me to keep our text messages private and not tell my friend, her son. I think she only wants to be physical, but I'm hesitant because I'm friends with her son. She's 49, I'm 31. Should I go for it or tell her no? Signed, a loyal listener. This is easy. This is easy. <laughs> this is such an easy... This is the easiest mailbag we've Real ever had in our easy. life. I don't... Wait, I, I'm curious to see which way... Lunchbox, creepy. go ahead, bud. Go for it. Absolutely. You're not that great of friends with this person. It's only physical, so it's not like you're trying to marry the woman. Oh. And... Okay, if you lose this friend that you talk to once a month, oh, well, have fun. If she's an attractive older female and you're a single dude and you want to have some fun, let's go. You've always thought about that when you were younger. You see a friend's hot mom, and now you have the opportunity. (laughs) You hear about these things. You do. It's like a movie. It's a movie, and this is actually happening in real life. You have to seize the opportunity. Eddie? Uh, Yeah, okay, look, I have the opposite approach. I would say don't do it, but only for one reason. I feel like this is the buddy pranking him or trying to bait him. <laughs> Don't fall for the bait on this one. Because what are the odds? Like what Lunchbox said, you hear about this all the time. It's never, it never what happens. What if it's not a prank? Right. Well, then you do it. <laughs> hey, that's the only reason why you're saying not to do here. it. Lunchbox tried to high five Eddie. Eddie goes, get out of here. But Eddie thinks, uh, big picture, that the guy should go for it. I, I just feel like don't, it's not worth the risk because you really don't know who's who's behind that text message. Okay, but Eddie, just assume that it is real. Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. Absolutely. Ew. Amy. No way. No way. No, 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 no. Sorry. Like, that's your friend's mom. And I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess you just have to weigh how important this friendship is with you. But I guarantee you, the minute that friend finds out you've done anything physical with his mother, then you have lost that. They're not really that close. Anyway. <laughs> that'd be gross. My mind has a big dish. Oh, right. Be, what yeah. do you think? <laughs> Come on, Bones. If it were a 19 year old or a 17 year old with somebody 40, I would say don't do it. 
It's a 31-year-old man. Mm-hmm. He's an adult man. Yep. But hanging out once a month, that's... that's that. What I would weigh... That's a friend. ...is the friendship with the, the, the other buddy. Sounds like it's not that. If that it's serious. not... If you're okay with it not being around, and you're actually attracted to her, and you think maybe there could be something here, why not try? It's just two humans that might get along. But also, I guess if the mom was like, hey, yeah, we, we can talk to my son about it, see if he's cool. But instead, she's happening. like, no, we ain't talking to the she's son. She's like, don't tell anybody. Ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. Just stop because the think about it. Then all of a sudden, be as hot. what if they do work? <laughs> what if they do have chemistry and they really love each other uh-huh. and they decide they get married? Then you're your friend's stepdad. Uh-huh. Like the whole thing is just. Life happens, <laughs> baby. You know, comes at you fast. <laughs> I'm sure that we have listeners where this has happened to them, where their friend became their step parent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Call in. <laughs> I'm gonna say go for it. Yeah, oh my God. let's go. Z- Z-Bones, I'm because so, he's 31. So what? I'm so worried though. He's gonna be like, all right, I'm in, and he's gonna be like, it's me, you idiot. <laughs> it's your friend. You can't believe you did this, and be like, yes, you can. Your mom's hot. And then yeah. you can be like, I can't believe you tried to trap me, you weirdo. That's what I would say. I say go for it. 31 year old, 49 year old, not crazy. If your friend, you're probably gonna lose a friend out of this. If it's worth it, go for it. Okay. Ray, Ray smiles real big. Like he's how pumped I called on him. Yeah, you got to uh, start with pictures. What? Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? what experience over here? Is oh, it? that way you make sure it's her. Well, and also if you're still interested. Yeah. Because she's 49. Morgan. Oh boy, this is bad. <laughs> what? I think as long as you're okay with losing that friend, you can go for it. I agree. You're probably going to lose a friend. That's okay. It's, okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's worth the story? It's worth the story. Like, just think about all the buddies you're going to be able to tell. Dude, I was hooking up with Jim's wife, Jim's mom, dude. Like, that's so okay, cool. Okay, yeah, and all your future friends are going to be like, oh, wow, friends really mean a lot to this guy. If my mom's even halfway decent, he might hook up with her. She flirted with him, too. She flirted with him first. Yeah, exactly. First. And then she texted, I say Do don't like deny a woman her rights. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> What'd you say? say don't, don't age don't, discriminate. Don't deny a woman her rights. Oh. Uh, we okay. vote one, two, three, four, five to one. Do yeah. it. Go it. for it. Do it. Okay. Yeah. And keep us posted. Please. Amy, you're the one that says no? <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I she's said, leaning yes. I said no. I said keep. Hey, keep let us know. Friend. Let us know in like 10 years when this is you. <laughs> me? And you're the older woman. Yeah. And my kids' friends want to date me or and, I want to date. And you're like, that- I'm the hot mom. <laughs> I'm going to be like, no, you're just a mom. Okay. I'm, I have nothing to do with the mom. I'm thinking of the friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. It's a good one, Bones. I like where this Dang, went. Dang, and now, mailbag. too, I'm curious, how many of this got her son's friends has she texted this oh, to? Oh, yeah. that's a good yeah. question. Oh. You know? Dang. That's but who cares? Question. Still go for it. All the, uh, He has no friends. <laughs> they, <they're, laughs> and that's why. And, <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor guy. His mom keeps stealing all his friends. <laughs> that's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Fun Fact Friday. Let's go over to Amy and get the most fun facts of the week. Here we go. Number five. So the bird in Twitter's logo, did you know it has a name? Tweety. No, its name is Larry, as in Larry Bird. That's because the co-founder <laughs> of Twitter, Biz Stone, grew up in Massachusetts and was a huge Boston Celtics fan. I did not know that. Yeah. Also, a real underrated cartoon character is Tweety Bird. Oh, yeah. Always the victim. <laughs> Dang <laughs> Sylvester the Cat was always trying to get Tweety Bird. Hey, Morgan, did you know Tweety Bird? Uh, I mean, I think I might have watched him when I was like three. Can but- you picture Tweety Bird in your head? Uh, is he like a little duck? What? Mm. Tweety Bird. Mm. Tweety Bird. Mm-mm. You don't know Tweety Bird at all. I mean, he looks yellow in my head. There okay, you go. right? But you think it's a duck? Like, I'm picturing a duck mm. that's yellow. That's Donald. Like a little chick. <laughs> uh, no, a little yellow flurry, but it's in a cage. Oh, oh, uh, d- did he have big eyes? Yeah, Ish. big head. Yeah, do you know Sylvester the Cat? Now I'm thinking of the pig. <laughs> do you know Sylvester the Cat? I thought I thought pretty fat. Oh, yeah, when you say that. Yeah. Not by the name, though. Okay. Dang, we're getting old, guys. <laughs> but also, that didn't come out during our lifetime either. Yeah, no. That was way, that was way earlier. But we watch that all the time. All right, let's go. Number four. So Leonardo da Vinci had such a love for animals. This is cool. He would often buy animals that he saw caged up simply so he could set them free. Oh. I mean, that, I imagine that, that it was a great. time where there was animals like wa- yes. walking down. There was just 
just in a cage and be like, oh, you can buy this animal. And he'd be like, all right, I'll take it. I'll take that rhino. Narrator, <laughs> three people were killed that day. <laughs> yes, that is, good, rhinos, that is a good... I that is a good story. That's a good story. Number three. Okay, so if you wanted to buy the parts in an iPhone back in 1991, all of these parts that make up an iPhone would have costed you $12 million. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Were those parts even invented yet? Yeah. Oh, and that's not even including the camera or the screen. And now the parts in an iPhone runs about $490. A VCR used to cost a thousand bucks. And one of my friends had one. I couldn't believe it back in the day. He had a VCR. They paid about a thousand bucks for that thing. Wow. Only one in town. I had one friend with a VCR, one friend in the swimming pool. And they were, when, I never got to hang out with them and really use those because they weren't my real friends. They were just people I knew that I was kind of friends with. That's something, too, like in the last Blockbuster documentary, they were talking about how they even came up with the idea of renting out the VHS tapes because for people to actually own a VHS tape at a certain point in time was super expensive. hundred bucks. The tape and then having a, you know, but then once people could have VCRs, it was like, oh, well, now we can just charge you like five bucks for a rental because there's no way people would be afford the, to be able to afford the VHS. Like Honey, I Shrunk the Kid? You wanted it? A hundred bucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it had VHS. two movies on that one though. Mm. Honey, Part two? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and I think Roger Rabbit or maybe like a shorter Roger Rabbit. Oh, maybe Rabbit. that was later. <laughs> that was later. All right, next. Number two. So Shaquille O'Neal, he hit one three-pointer in his 21-year NBA <laughs> career. <laughs> I just thought at some point maybe he had like more scores from that part of the court. More scores more, from that part. <laughs> Sounds like an Abraham score. Lincoln address more than it does a <laughs> More a scores from that part of the court. But it, uh, the, his one three-pointer came in the fourth season of his career, and his career ended with a one for 22. So he shot 22 <laughs> three-pointers that were missed. Wait, you do the math for me. Is that one in 22 mean he shot 22 one or he shot 22. 23? He made one out of 22. There you go. Thank you for my uh, for One for 22 expert. means one in 22 attempts. One and 23 or yeah. one and 22 means one win 22 losses. Yes. And I take it that means because he was more of like a dunker. Yeah, he's a big guy in the middle. Number one. Okay. Have you ever thought about how when you wash money, it doesn't disintegrate? Because if you wash a piece of paper, I have never thought about that. Whoa. Me neither. And I don't really wash money. Well, it's oh, accidentally accident. if it's in, it's your, in your pocket. Got it. Launder it. Got like it. yes. Yeah, so if you pull, like, say you had a piece of paper in your pocket, you pull out of the dryer, and it's normally in a bunch of pieces, and you can't even tell what it was. Good point. But if you leave money in a pocket, it's all fine. But yet we call money paper. Okay. You know, like, hey, but, you know, but what's the trick here? Yeah, why come are, on, come why on. Is it? I know. I'm about to tell you. <laughs> okay. The paper used to make money in the United States isn't really paper. It's 75% cotton and 25% linen. And boom, that's why money doesn't disintegrate in the washing machine. Then why doesn't it shrink and wrinkle? Because everything I have this cotton shrinks and all the linen <laughs> stuff I have wrinkles like crazy. <laughs> But it, it does wrinkle. It do, yeah. Think about it. All right. I did not know that. That's yeah. Fun Fact Friday. Thank you. <laughs> fun Fact Friday. Yay! Bobby Bones Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Kit Moore released a new song called Good Life. I'm living me a good life. I wouldn't change it if I could. Blake Shelton released a new song called Bible Verses. I just wanted to read like Bible verses and not the Bible verses me. Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots have a new collaboration out today with John Party. The song is called Can't Say That in a Country Song. No, you can't say that in a country song. No, you can't say that. No, you can't say that. No, you can't say that in a country song. You know, Bobby, I'm starting to think you're right. And new albums out today. Justin Moore's album called Straight Out of the Country. Eric Church's second album as part of his three-part album project. This one is called Soul. Jameson Rogers' EP called In It For The Money. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. 
Six years ago, Brian was training to be in an Ironman, and he found out he got a hernia, so he goes in for surgery, and oh no, while they're doing surgery, they find cancer in his abdomen and his lungs all over his body, like, uh-oh, got to start chemo. Well, he never gave up on his dream of being in the Ironman World Championships in Hawaii. He even brought his own exercise equipment into the hospital when he's doing chemo. Dang. Six years later, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society has picked him as a team in training, and he's one of six athletes. They are sending to Hawaii in October. He's in remission, and he's going to be in the Ironman World Championships. That's, that, that's <laughs> wow. just doing that race, period, regardless of all the, the fight that he had to go through, like just by itself. Yes. That is a, just so people know. Let me see if I remember here. The swim is like two and a half miles. The bike ride is 100 miles. And the run is a full marathon in one race. And imagine doing that without having to fight cancer. Yeah, and this guy fought cancer and is now in remission is going to go do it. Yeah, six years later, he's going to accomplish his dream and he's hoping to raise $100,000 for the uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. There you go. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So basically, this segment's a spinoff. You know how Friends and they had Joey for a while? Mm-hmm. That, that failed. But we're going to do this. <laughs> it's the Fun Fact Friday off. Today, it is our champion, Producer Eddie. Yeah! Versus our challenger today, Morgan number two. Woo! You're going down, Eddie. Okay. You right. each get five fun facts. The person with the most points wins. Hit that song. Fun Fact Friday. Yeah! All right, up first, our champion, Eddie. You have uh, fact number five. Number five. Guys, did you know, since we're all American here, the average American will eat around 35,000 cookies in their lifetime? That's a lot of cookies. All right, Morgan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Bobby, you like to play basketball. Did you know that the U.S. Supreme Court has its own private basketball court? And it has a nickname, the highest court in the land. Oh, oh which one's more sh- fun? I mean, we have like three judges, me, Amy, and Lunchbox. Lunchbox, what you got? Basketball court. Yeah, Morgan number two. Mm. I'm going to go Morgan number two. <laughs> one point, Morgan number two. <laughs> Eddie, yours kind of was awful. I guess you guys don't like cookies. No, but uh, when people I mean, go, did you know that 74 million wings were consumed on a Tuesday last February? Are you serious? I don't know the di- I don't know what... Is that crazy? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> okay. Number four. All right, Morgan, you won. You're next. Okay. Well, we like to communicate by talking. Lobsters have bladders on either side of their heads, so the way they communicate with each other is by urinating on each other. Whoa. Out of their heads? Yep. They pee out of their heads? <laughs> yeah. That's the more fun out fact. each other. You buried the headline. All right. Um, lobsters pee when they talk. All right? Dang, that was pretty cool. Eddie? So... What do these people, celebrities that you know, have in common? Jeff Bezos, Rachel McAdams, Fred Durst, Sharon Stone, Jay Leno, Seal, and Pink. Bones, guess. Hmm. They were all members of Creed. (laughs) No. They all worked at McDonald's at one point in their life. Jeff Bezos worked at McDonald's? Isn't that crazy? Wow. You probably took an order. You probably gave Jeff Bezos your order. You didn't even know it. I don't know about that, but still. (laughs) Okay, Seal. Sharon Stone was working there. Dang. That's crazy. That's a good McDonald's commercial. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Most fun. Uh, lobsters peeing out of their head or <laughs> Lunchbox? Man, this is a tough one. That peeing out of the head made me laugh. The McDonald's is cool, but I'm going peeing out the head. Amy? Yeah, Morgan number two. <laughs> oh, man, gosh. All right. I'm going to go Morgan number two as well. <laughs> Can you give me a sympathy vote there, Bones? Eddie, you're just, we're just not having fun with you. All right. That's neat, but it's fun fact Friday. <laughs> it's not neat fact Friday? All right. All right. Here we go. Number three. Morgan. Okay. We all use toothbrush and toothpaste. There's a name for the blob of toothpaste that sits on your toothbrush. You ready for it? Yeah. It's called a nurdle. <laughs> okay, with that no, dramatic right. laugh. Yeah. Okay. No, that's not I never got it. Like, I get it. Okay, I get it. I just, the name is funny yeah. to me. Okay. And now I'm going to be able to say that to my kids. Like, go nurdle up your toothbrush. <laughs> well, now you're making it more fun when you've got kids in it. Nurdle up. Eddie? All right, so we've all eaten Egos, right? So Egos were invented in 1953. <laughs> they were called Frozzles. Did you know that? <laughs> that's a funny yeah. word. Yeah, 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 Frozzles. <laughs> because they were frozen waffles. So Frozzles, but that didn't stick because uh, the taste testers were like, this tastes more like eggs. Weird. Let's call it Egos. Mine's still called a nurdle, by the way. No. <laughs> Wait, a fro. So what's the end of your fun fact? That it was called Frozzle, but they named it after eggs. Yeah. yeah oh, it's awful, but it was named after eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you call them e- Egos now because frozzle. they taste more like eggs. If we're just going by fun, Frozzle or nurdle. I think I like Frozzle as a word. Listen, they both are pretty dumb. 
I'm gonna go with Eddie because I yeah. Need thank you. I need a point. Amy. I mean, I'm playing with Mark and you laughed really hard at that one. <laughs> Lunchbox. Uh, you know what, well, Eddie? You need one for your confidence. Thanks, dude. Thank you so much. <laughs> 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 All right, two to one. Thank All right, you, thank uh, you. go ahead. Eddie, your second fun fact. Guys, blue whales, they're humongous, but they are so big that a human our size can swim through their largest veins and arteries. We can swim through their yeah. veins? Wow. Can you imagine swimming through a blue whale's veins? That's, That's how big they are. wild to think about. Yeah, I know. And, it, and it's kind of fun, huh? That may be one of the most fun facts in a long time. Come on! They, we can literally swim in a vein? Yes, of a blue whale. That's absolutely amazing. Thank you. Morgan. All right, armadillos. You see one across your street? Don't try and shoot it because their shells are bulletproof. A what? Texas man found what? this out because Negative. he shot at an armadillo and it ricocheted off the armadillo and hit him back. Oh my gosh. Probably shot him with a BB gun. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not. <laughs> uh, okay, we got, that's good though. That's, I like that one. Um, Amy. I mean, I guess. Come on, Amy. I'll vote for Come Eddie on, once. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll see what the last one Do is. Vote with your heart here. I vote with my heart. Okay, Morgan, number two. <laughs> you really, you really want to shoot an armadillo? No, well, I didn't know they were. I didn't Shooting know they were an armadillo sh- is no. more fun to you than then, no, the bulletproof it's, 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 part it's, it's, than swimming in a, uh, a as, whale's vein? As someone who also delivers fun facts, the fun fact is more so that the armadillo shell is bulletproof. That's like, what I'm I had no idea. Not that, not that I want to a, shoot. A, Whale's vein. Yeah, you yeah, can swim in it. Isn't the the whale's throat so narrow? Maybe humans can't even get through the throat. That wasn't that's that's not, that's not the one. <laughs> you're you're not the vein. I'm going vein. Eddie Whale Vein. Thank you. <laughs> Lunchbox. It's not even close. It's the vein. Like I the, thought so too. Oh, thank you, guys. All right, we're going down to the final fun fact for the yeah. championship. Here we go. Number one. Oh, guys, you're gonna love this. The average fart travels at the speed of seven miles per hour. That's fast. That's fun. Come on, lunch that's for you. That's not even fair. I feel like I just lost the guys. <laughs> okay. High heels were actually made for men. When high heel shoes first came into fashion in the 10th century, they were intended for men, and it wasn't even until the 18th century that women started wearing them. All right. Fun fact off, Amy. Morgan. Lunchbox. What? That's ridiculous. Man, man, see, this is tough. This is tough. Eddie's a what? Tough. Lunchbox. Give it to Eddie. Yeah! yeah. Wait, what is Eddie's there. again? The fart travels seven miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that, Amy? I did not. Try it. I also How didn't know that? high heels were invented. Okay, it comes down to my vote. Yes. Come on, Bones, fart, right? Here's think the thing. It. I don't give. A, I don't care about high heels. But I don't care that much about farts either. But think about but it. Which one did I smile what? more at? I got to go, Eddie. Yeah! He's two and zero. The Woo! fun fact off. Next week Come he'll on. be facing Raymundo and fun fact off. Yeah. All right, play Eddie's song. Congratulations. <laughs> there he is. How do you feel, Eddie? I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh. All right, got a voicemail last night. Here we go. Play this for me. Hey, Bobby. Hey, studio. I just wanted you to know I got your second book and decided to get it on Audible because I drive a lot. Super glad that you read your book on Audible. Great to hear from you and have the added little perks in there of it being read by you. Have a great day. Thanks. My second book is called Fail Until You Don't. Amy is also on that. She came into the studio for a day. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, I put in some long hours recording my part. <laughs> Actually, it took like less than five minutes. And I thought it was going to take me longer. And it was at that recording that I learned that one part of the book that I thought I had written for or submitted got cut. Yeah, I mean, it was like, wait, where's the rest of what I wrote? I was like, well, no, you got the editing process. But yeah, yeah it's up. It's up on Audible if you want to hear Fail Until You Don't. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So TikTok put out the best way to make bacon. And I have never heard of this. And we like bacon in my household. Pretty much what you have to do is twist it before you put it in the oven. Like take each end and twist it to make it the shape of like a corkscrew. And then you put it in the oven at 375 for 30 to 35 minutes and enjoy. And it's like this perfect combination of crispy and chewy. So you leave it. Leave it twisted. You put it on the tray. You corkscrew it, put it on the tray, pop it in the oven, and apparently it's the best bacon ever. It's called the bacon twist. Does it taste different? Why is it? I don't understand. Because I think where it twists, like in the inside of the the twisty part, it stays chewy, and then the outside gets crispy. Mm. 
That's it. That's yeah. the key. Sounds Sometimes genius. bacon can be too crispy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes too chewy. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, they say, and you know, TikTok knows. Mm-hmm. They, they do know. They, they, they do know, know best. All right, and? <laughs> so rap music and strong coffee make you a better driver. So basically, this just gives us permission to... Uh, Make some coffee in the mornings when we're taking the kids to school or going to work and throw on some Tupac or something. My favorite TikToks are the videos where, like, a mom's driving to school. She's like, me when I drive into the school line. And it's her playing Michael Buble. <laughs> You're just too good to be. Or, or, like, praise and worship music. And then she, and then as soon as she drops the kid off, she pulls her hair down. And then it's like, dear mama. She, <laughs> dear mama. Those are funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and? And Lauren Elena is going to be in a movie. She put out there that she's been spending time in Canada filming. She can't say much about it, but it looks like she'll be hitting the big screen in some way, shape, or form, whether that's like a movie that's in theater or maybe Lifetime or something like that. I, I feel would like bet Canada it's that. I would, like Hallmarky. That's what I would bet because Chuck Wicks just finished one of those two. They were looking for people. They reached out to me like, hey, can uh, you come and do a part in a movie? And? I can't go away. I can't leave this show for three or four weeks. What? Oh, does it? Well, can't you do it from there? Huh? Well, the well show? I don't know. I mean, figure it out. You have a chance to be in a Hallmark movie? I, it just wasn't worth it to me. I was shooting Breaking Bobby Bones. It doesn't pay much. Oh. I don't want to get away from this show. Who cares about the pay? You'd be in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what her situation is. I'm just talking about mine. Yeah. Yes. So uh, she's up there doing it. So just if you're an Lauren Elena fan, uh, you have that to look forward to. Really one of the more underrated artists. Oh, like, she's got a beautiful can voice. Can sing. Mm-hmm. She's funny. Just all of it, right? Just they, they just haven't quite found exactly what to do with her yet, but it's so talented. All right, Amy. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So it's not easy to find a kidney donor. Oftentimes we see people like holding up signs like while people are driving, you know, my wife needs a kidney or they use a billboard. Well, one girl who has stage four kidney disease and on dialysis, she's like, man, I really need to cast a bigger net. Like, where can I go to maybe find a donor? So she decided to use TikTok and she dressed up as a unicorn, put on a rainbow tutu and did like a little dance and plea online to find a donor. Now, in Gulf Shores, Alabama, this woman uh, named Sparky had just downloaded TikTok like a few days before, and then she came across Sammy's video, and she said she just felt like, yeah, I think I can do this. I'm going to see if I'm a match, and here's Sammy and Sparky talking about it. I put on a ridiculous tutu and a unicorn wig that had like rainbow hair and I started dancing around and telling people hey I need a kidney donor I need O positive blood match you know call this number if you're interested and that's the one that Sparky saw I knew that you can live with one kidney and so I'm like well I can help it just sounded right it was just oh she needs a kidney I can do this it was just the right thing to do. That's crazy. Totally crazy. <laughs> and she was brand new to TikTok. She's like, this app's crazy. Here I am now donating a kidney. That's a new app. You download it and you give away a kidney. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a tough one. All right, that's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hope you guys check out Opry Live on Saturday night. It's a good one. It is Luke Combs and Nico Moon and Ooh. George Thorogood. Wow. Who does bad to the bone. Bad. So we show it on our Facebook page. You can go to the Bobby Bone Show Facebook page. It is Saturday night. Hope you guys watch it. It's also on Peacock Network. You can find the Opry channel up on the Peacock Network. And this is Opry Live. It's called Circle Network. but It's called Opry Live on Saturday night. I host it. Um, okay, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a can opener that's broken? What do you call a can opener that's broken? A can't opener. Can't opener. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> that was the morning corny. A woman found a note in her backyard threatening to poison her dog if that dog did not start barking so much. Ooh. Weird. That's when you need a camera back there to see who it is. There was a strange bone next to that note that she thinks either was poisoned or was put there to show, hey, look, look what I can put in your backyard. Dang. I just saw a TV show where that was the way they were like trying to scare the neighbors by doing a, po- a poison bone. Weird. 
You saw that on a TV show? Yeah, some TV show called Get Out or something on Amazon Prime, and that was like, like one way. Like real or scripted? No, it's a scripted show. Oh. A pet owner found a horrifying note next to a, quote, poison bone left for a puppy because puppy barks too much. Sherry, 66, rushed her dog Jolene to the vet after discovering the strange bone in her backyard. She said about 6 a.m. she went out with the dog, took it for a walk, and she was came back and the dog was like, there's a bone there. She said, well, hold on. She didn't put the bone out there. And so she goes and sees the letter. I, I bet you that this bone wasn't poison, but the next one was going oh. to be. Oh, just yeah, to kind of like trick him a little bit? To just show, look, I can put this in your backyard, you'll have no idea. Mm. That's crazy. The note exactly, it says this exactly. Your dog is to be poisoned. Too much barking. Sorry, but no choice. Your fault. The pup was forced to stay for the day in the animal hospital to be monitored. Seven News said they had attended the scene, were investigating. They took the letter away for DNA testing. They won't find out by the letter or the bone, I feel. I think that person's probably covered their tracks there. But how creepy is that? That's very Now, how do you get your dog to be quiet? Like, that's tough. Like, how do you get your dog to stop barking? Well, with us, we asked them nicely. (laughs) Please? And they didn't listen. (laughs) We have a big yard, so through the barking... We got through it just being lucky, but when I had an apartment and that was the issue, yeah. that was it was tough. And people file complaints on us all the time when I have my old dog in Austin. The Friday Morning Conversation with Justin Moore. Hey, this is straight out of the country album that just came out. Is this a playoff straight out of Compton, straight out of everything, or is this just... <laughs> I mean, is it? No, you know, it's funny. Somebody asked me that, the buddy of mine asked me that the other day, and I hadn't even thought about that um, until he had asked me, but... Um, that's a good idea, but no, I, I it didn't come from that. It was just the outta O U T T A, where I was like, I wonder if this is what that is. But okay, good to know. Hey, but <laughs> Justin's got a new record out today. You guys check it out. Um, is it eight eight tracks? Is that what it is? It's eight new tracks. Yeah, uh, nine total. With uh, uh, we didn't have much being um, an acoustic track as well as the full track that you guys have at radio and. Just, uh, you know, in this world where we're trying to just give folks different stuff, different content in so many different ways, uh, that song to me kind of lent itself to, to a more simple track. Um, not that the original is, is super involved, but um, I don't know. It just showcased the lyrics, and we thought, hey, this would be cool to do something a little different. Let's talk about live music for a second because uh, you're back on the road May 29th, it looks like, Colorado Springs. Man, how excited are you to go to work again? So excited, man. Obviously, it's, um, you know, there's been so many difficulties on so many people throughout this this past 13, 14, 15 months, whatever it's been. And and certainly, uh, you know, a lot more serious things than not getting to go play live music. But that being said, uh, you know, feel so blessed to have the opportunity to get back out there and we don't really know in what capacity it's going to be but in any capacity we're looking forward to it and I think uh, you know one of the lessons that I've learned out of many that I have learned throughout this whole thing is is not to take this for granted you know we all we all thought this was you know recession proof what we all get a chance to do go up on stage and play live music and and certainly that's been proven um otherwise and so you know those those long runs where we get a little crispy and go golly man i I just need to get home for a couple of days and maybe we we just ain't feeling this show tonight or whatever there'll be a lot less of that and and we'll never take it for granted again that's for sure justin moore is on with us he's got a new record out today called straight out of the country um i was looking back at you know your history your first radio single came out in 2008, Back That Thing Up. It was co-written by Randy Hauser. Do you ever play that live, or have you, <laughs> have you just kind of stopped on that one? Yeah, that, that one's Hauser's fault. Um, I like to blame that one on him. Um, you know, we hadn't played that in a long time, Bobby. Um, you know, that was the f- – I think that might have been the only single we hadn't gotten in the top 30 in our career. Um, and so – um you know i think some people would remember it and i think it kind of did its job it it kind of uh it, it got us some um attention early on in our career which everybody's trying to get and, and cut through the the noise so to speak uh, and i think it kind of opened people up to my personality i, I don't take myself too serious etc but 
it just wasn't a huge radio hit. I think it went to 38 and went <laughs> went back down in a hurry. And, and so we hadn't played it in a while. And, and fortunately, thanks to you guys at Country Radio, you know, we're at the point where we have to cut hits out of the, the, the show, which is just something that is just mind-blowing to me. And, you know, we signed our record deal 14 years ago. And the fact that we've continued – this journey for this long um is a huge blessing and and uh i guess if we had to throw something else in there we we could throw that one in there but um i don't know i we we just haven't in a while if someone holds up a sign that says play back that thing up does your band know it you can just launch into it or you you just ignore the sign (laughs) i don't know man to be honest with you i and when we played our first show you know after this long drought I didn't know if we'd know a damn thing to be be quite honest with you. So I've been impressed that we've known anything, uh, but but that one would be a chore probably to remember. Your next song after that went number one. How different was it feeling when Small Town USA hit? Did it fly up the charts or did it also take a while? No, no, it took uh, almost a year. I, I think at the time that it hit number one, um, it was a record at the time. It was broken a couple times after that for how long it took. And, um, you know, those are a lot of sleepless nights because back then, you know, it was a whole different ball game. If you have, if you have a couple of misses on singles in a row, uh, you lost your record deal. Um, nowadays, you know, labels tend to stick with you even for a couple, two or three albums. But back then, you got a single or two, and if you didn't, if one of them didn't pop, it was over. And so I was, I was thinking, well, if this one don't work, we're in, we're in major trouble. And, uh, and fortunately for us, it did. It, it, like you said, it, it took a whole long time, but, um, you know, the fact that it rung the bell for us, regardless of how long it took, you know, set us on this path for sure. I see you have a guitar over there beside you. Is that thing tuned up? Yeah, it, well, it was when I tuned it a while ago. Let's see. I'm just going to have Justin grab his guitar. <laughs> see, if you're ever in a, a shot with me and I see a guitar, I'm going to have you grab it. If I were to go, like, do you still know, like, a little bit of Small Town USA? Give me a little, just a little nugget of uh, Small Town USA. I know, I know a little bit of it, yeah. A lot of people called it prison when I was growing up. These are my roots and this is what I love. Cause everybody knows me and I know them and I believe that's the way we were supposed to live. Wouldn't trade one single day. Small town USA Give me a Saturday night My baby by my side A little Hank Jr. And a six pack of light No dirt road And I'll be just fine Give me a Sunday morning That's full of grace a simple life and I'll be okay here, small town, USA. Justin Moore. Woo-hoo. Hey, so Justin, if you're somewhere and there's a guitar, do people ever just like look at you and go like, "Come on, man, just grab that." Come on, Justin, just grab that guitar and play this couple. <laughs> About everybody but my wife. She goes, "Do not grab that guitar." Because she knows I won't, she can't get it out of my hands. The Friday Morning Conversation with Justin Moore. Justin, we were talking on the show recently about this dad, and he had a, a wedding fund for his daughter, and then she decided to elope. So he's just like, I'm going to spend the money on me and go go have a vacation since you don't want the money for a wedding. Are you working on any side of, sort of fun for your kids? You know, you have some girls. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of kids. Uh, so yeah, we we started all their college funds. Um, you know, my oldest is eleven and my youngest is three, so they all have college funds started. Wedding, I'll give you my my uh, experience. My wife's parents, who paid for our wedding, said we'll either give you X amount of money to start 
off um, and you guys can, you know, just do some quick something and then you'll be kind of set up for a little while. At the time, we didn't have a a pot to pee in, you know. And, um, and of course, we did this whole huge wedding and, and right after the wedding, we go, man, why, boy, it'd be nice to have $20,000 to our name when we have 200 now <laughs> uh, or whatever the amount was. So think about that long and hard if that's an offer. But I've never heard of the, the dad of the bride uh, saying, you can, I'll either pay for this or, or give you this or I'm using it. That's a, that's a new one. Well, good to see you. I hope everybody checks it out. Uh, straight out of the country from Justin Moore. Uh, you know it's going to be good. If you love country music, that's your guy. Justin, good to talk to you, and hopefully I'll see you in real life real soon. Likewise, buddy. Whoopee. The Easy Trivia Tiara has been ordered. It will go to the first person to get five wins. Right now, Eddie's got two wins. Morgan number two's got two wins. Amy and Lunchbox, one win each. Yeah. Ooh, Let's play Easy Trivia. These are all elementary level questions. They get a little harder as we go. Play along in your car. See how good you do. Don't forget the sound. You're trying to avoid. Is this right here? You've been boned. I got to push you out. That's me boning you. You got to go. <laughs> Come on. You got to go. Uh, first round, nobody goes home. Amy, you're up first. Who is the current U.S. president? Joe Biden. That is correct. Lunchbox, where's the White House located? Washington, D.C. That's correct. Eddie, what day is Independence Day? That is July 4th. Nice. And Morgan, what president was known for his beard and top hat? Oh, uh, uh, mm. Thomas Jefferson. What? She wow. can't go home, though, She can't right? go home, Man, though. Wait, no. <laughs> How many wins does she have? It's she, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> she yeah, American? That's what I meant. That? That's what I meant. <laughs> Check her ID. <laughs> Okay, you wow. don't go. Nobody goes home, though. You're lucky on that one. Wow. Oh All right, if you make it through this round, I'm going to ask you to tell me a little something about yourself. Tell me your name, where you're from. Give me a little fact about yourself. Amy, you're up first. If you missed this, you could go home. Okay. Well, not home, home, because you're probably missing on purpose. But yes. What were Jack and Jill going up the hill to fetch? A pail of water. That is correct. Amy, tell us a little about yourself. Hi, my name is Amy, and I'm currently really into puzzles, birds, coffee, and sleep. There she is. Amy, everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Lunchbox. Yep. In the nursery rhyme, Jack be nimble. What did Jack jump over? Candlestick. That's correct. Nice job. Tell us about yourself. Where are you from? Yo, what up? I'm 39 years old. I'm a Leo. I like long walks on the beach. I grew up in Austin, Texas, and I was born with a disability where I cannot touch my shoulders. And if you rotate your arms, your palms face the sky. I can't do that. So when people give me change, falls on the ground all the time. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Yeah. Eddie. Yeah, let's go. What's the name of my first book? It's called Bare Bones. That is correct. Tell us yeah. something about you, Eddie. Tell us something about Hey, you. everyone. I'm Eddie, and, you know, I am 42 years old. Uh, I'm a dad of four. I'm from McAllen, Texas, and I love to fish. A lot of people don't know that about me, but I love to spend time on the water fishing. There he is. Morgan, <laughs> what does the E in email stand for? The E in email? What? Oh. What? Oh, yeah. The E email, um... And a mess. It's a message. E email. Mm. An extra. An uh, extra message. A E. Mm. Five seconds. And I. Mm. What is extra? It? I don't know. Oh, wow. Extra mail. Wow, 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 I have no wow, idea. Wow. Wow. You've been boned. The answer is electronic. electronic. Yeah, electronic mail. Oh, oh yeah. That wasn't there. That's a quick one, so we don't get to know anything about you. Sorry. <laughs> and she got none right today. Yep. She got none right. That's right. <laughs> I failed. Wow. <laughs> Amy, back over to you. What did the Wright brothers successfully invent? Airplane. That's correct. Lunchbox Easy Trivia. What book series introduces the character Dumbledore? Dumbledore. <laughs> that. <laughs> It's a series. It has to be Harry Potter. Sounds like a dorky name, so I'll go Harry Potter. Correct. Eddie, what ocean do Californians swim in? Ooh, that's the Pacific, Bones. That is correct. Amy, what's the length around a circle called? The circumference? Correct. Good good one. Do you guys know that one? Yes. I thought it was pie. No, 3.12. I don't know what that means. I have no idea. Four, Bones. Whatever. Hey, hey, get off my back. Hey. Uh, what's the square root of 49, Lunchbox? Seven. Oh, Eddie ah, laughed. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. No way. No way I would have gotten that. Dang. Oh, dang. I don't even I, know what a square root is. I, uh, I wish nice. Eddie would have gotten that. Jeez. Hey, Eddie, Come what's on. the national sport of Canada? Oh, Canada, eh? Hockey. Correct. <laughs> Amy, easy trivia next round. What continent is Spain in? That would be Europe. Correct. Lunchbox, in what city did jazz music start? Oh, it's my favorite city. New Orleans. That's correct. You've never Ooh, said that before. Good one. He didn't. And also, the Utah <laughs> Jazz moved from New, New Orleans. Right. They were originally That's New why Orleans it's so jazz. funny that they're called the jazz still. Eddie, what star is closest to the sun? Ah, crap. Oh, the star. What star is closest to Earth? Oh, uh, the sun. Correct. Wait. Huh. Oh. Wait, what? Okay. Nothing. Wait, what? Nothing. I accidentally gave him the answer. Yeah, that's great. Did the other day on Wheel of Fortune. Right, so he still gets it? Yeah. We it happens to the best ones. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Hey, Amy, the U.S. moon landing took place in what decade? 1969. Decade. So this is the 60s? Correct. Good job. You knew that. 69, though. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Lunchbox, Bikini Bottom is the home of what cartoon character? What? Bikini Bottom is the home of what cartoon character? Bikini Bottom is a cartoon character? Uh, uh, SpongeBob wears a swimsuit, but I don't think it's Bikini. We'll go Patrick. I don't think you heard the question. He did. Well, that's too bad. It's the cartoon Bobby character. Bobby said it's the home of. Bikini Bottom. You said the home. I'll give it to him. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're really? just passing these out like candy nope. today. Oh, maybe I didn't understand the question you, then. You didn't. You didn't I hear missed it. a few weeks, so now I'm way behind. What is now- the only flying animal? Mammal, Eddie. What's the only flying mammal? Flying mammal? Yeah. It'd be a bird. Incorrect. What? A mammal? That's a bird. It's a bat. A bird's not a mammal. Bats. How is it? You've been bone. Sorry, bro. Mm-hmm. A bat's a mammal, a bird is not. And if you see a bat in your neighborhood... Amy, your lunchbox, you guys remember. can tie this up. Oh, oh my man! Amy, Johnny Knoxville got to start on what TV show? Jackass. Correct. <gasps> can we say that? <laughs> lunchbox, what's it called when there are no more of one kind of animal left on Earth? Ah, uh, that means they're extinct. Correct. Whew! Amy, what's the fastest muscle in the body? What? And now it gets hard The now. fastest muscle... Mm-hmm. The fastest muscle? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. Like, uh, in Where terms of... Where is the of, fastest muscle in the body? In the leg? Incorrect. It's okay. the heart. What but, is no, it? No, it's in the eye. Don't, yes. bone, don't bone her yet. Don't oh, no, bone, bone yet. Lunchbox that... gets this for the win. Let her be bone. Here we, we... go. Oh, Lunchbox. Gosh. Yes. Where this is the sucks. uvula located? Hmm. Ah, the uvula? Man, that sounds... Don't be dirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, is that in there? Is that? <laughs> I don't need an answer. The uvula. I mean, give me easy trivia for the win. <laughs> Where is the uvula located? I hope you're not sandbagging right now. I'm gonna say ear. The answer is the throat. Woo! Oh yes, I'm not boned. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. Speed round. Wow. Speed Five round. Five questions. Here we go. You buzz in with your, <gasps> your name is the answer. At what age did Amy Winehouse, Janis Joplin, Amy, Amy, 27. Correct. They all died at age 27. Amy, one point. Question number two. What material are werewolves repelled by? Huh? What material? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Cotton. Incorrect. I don't, I don't understand. It's <laughs> a guess. They don't like cotton. Uh, it, what material are werewolves <laughs> repelled by? Garlic. Incorrect. The answer would have been... I know it's not a material. Silver. Silver. Oh, I had no oh. idea. Okay. Which planet is closest to Earth? Lunchbox. Oh, Lunchbox. Oh, Mercury. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know anything about Mercury. the solar system. Incorrect. My very... Do they go in order? My very energetic... Need an answer. They go in order? Very... Venus? Venus is correct. Woo! Very Lunchbox, you need these two. I understand that. Uh-huh. How many... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm shaking. How many white stripes are on the American... Lunchbox. Lunchbox. 13. <laughs> there aren't? 13? White stripes. There are 13 total red. stripes. Oh. Or, oh. How many white stripes are on the American flag? Oh, so... Well, this is hard because 13 is an odd number. 
and there's 13 oh. stripes. So how many of them are white? You're going to win anyway, so just guess. Okay. Huh. Can it be six and a half? Okay. Incorrect. Seven. <laughs> Incorrect. Which internal organ has four chambers? Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Heart. Correct. Uh, it ends up, Amy, you are the winner. Woo! You won the easy trivia. Nice job. Yes! Yes! I needed that. You did need that. No, I needed it more. Mm. Amy now has two wins. Nice job. I don't know what just happened here. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A pair of New Jersey police officers saved the day for a family when their baby was born unexpectedly in their home bathroom. Oh, wow. Sasha Jackson started feeling cramps around 2.30 in the morning. Her husband grabbed the bag, started packing for the hospital, but obviously their newborn had other plans. Baby Nico made his arrival quickly, and all before help arrived, the mom delivered his head herself, and thankfully the dad got in the room. The dad didn't even have time to get in the room before the head came out. And the dad got in there for the rest, and the police officers, Mike Mueller, and Rob Cangiosli showed up just in time. They take, took the baby because the baby was blue still at that time. They got to work with a bulb syringe, got him breathing. They tied off his umbilical cord with a shoelace. They got her to the hospital. Everybody's good. Here's a clip of the officer talking about what happened. Baby was actually still blue at the time. Asked my partner for a uh, bulb syringe. Did a quick suction out of there. Short time later, he gave us a little squeak. And his color started coming to his body. Crazy. They did that. Wow. All of them. I mean, the mom, the dad, the cops, they all did that. Crazy story. Good for them. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let me play a few voicemails real quick. Uh, This is voicemail number one from last night. Here you go. I used to laugh at Amy and Lunchbox's dislike for each other. Man, Lunchbox was real hard on Amy for a long time. Now I'm sitting here listening to Family Feud that you guys are playing, and Amy and Lunchbox are just right pepping each other up. Hey, that was a great answer. And it's all for their common dislike of Eddie winning everything. <laughs> Funny. You're, yeah. The enemy of your enemy is your friend. Yep. That's true. Uh, appreciate that. Let's do one more. This is Emily from Iowa. I have listened to the podcast and it is so good to hear Amy's voice again. Man, I miss that girl. She just brings so much light and joy to the show. Great to have you back, Amy. We love you so, so much. I agree Thank with you. that. I agree with that. That's nice. All right, let's do the news. Come on. Bobby's Big Story. When you're going to have a gender reveal, I think there are three questions you should ask yourself. One, is there fire involved? <laughs> if there is, don't have it. Change the way you're going to reveal, right? Like some sort of like pyro situation. Well, could it explode? Okay, yes. If so, don't have it. Change it up. And three, could it crash? Oh. Those are the three questions we should... I like gender reveals. Put it in a cake. Put it in a basketball. Keep it safe. But here the questions again. Let's walk over them together as a group. One, is there fire involved in any way? If there is, what do we do? Don't do it. Don't do it. it. Right. Number two is, could it explode? And if there is, don't do it. Cancel it. Right. And number three is, can it crash? (laughs) And if it does, (laughs) don't do it. Right. A massive explosion that rocked a number of New Hampshire towns this week was due to a gender reveal party. The Kingston Police Department confirmed the incident, which unfolded uh, 7 p.m. on Tuesday, large explosion. The explosion was caused by approximately 80 pounds of tannerite, an over-the-counter explosive. Here's a clip from the news story that ran News 7 Boston. This big blast rocking a New Hampshire community. Police say what they heard, that huge blast that could be heard for miles and miles, was all part of a gender reveal event. The blast left people who live in the area shocked, though. Kimberly? Police say the explosive is legal, but what happened next is under investigation and charges are likely. Oh, my Whoa. gosh. That's like a war. What? It's a boy! Where I don't know what it was. What? <laughs> but luckily nobody died, but still they're going to get in trouble. Yeah. Quickly, what are the three things? Oh, if it catches fire, don't do it. Or if it can. If it can explode, don't do it. And oh. If it can crash. Oh, yeah, if it can you crash. You failed. That's right, you failed. All right, next up. Well, I'm like, what? Have, has anyone ever crashed anything? Uh, airplane. The gender reveal where they did that. It's a boy <laughs> oh and they crashed the plane gosh. and died. What? While you were gone. An actual airplane? Yeah, they flew like a small a... plane over the ocean. They did the gender reveal. What? And it crashed into the ocean and people watched it. What were, what were the, how was the reveal? Like, what were they going to do? Drop, like, blue from the sky or pink? They, like, spread powder out. Yeah, yeah. powder. 
what? Mm-hmm. And everybody watched it. They were like, uh-oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, I had no idea. That's mm-hmm. why I was probably confused by what, what could crash. Who, who would possibly do something like that? I was thinking like a drone. Okay, even that. No, it could crash. It could crash. Okay. Okay, uh, more news. Hit it, Raymondo. Bobby's other story. A former Oklahoma resident is now facing felony embezzlement charges for not returning a VHS tape rented in Norman more than two decades ago. (laughs) Online documents show Karen McBride is a wanted woman for never returning Sabrina the Teenage Witch on VHS in 1999. (laughs) The first thing she told me was felony embezzlement, so I thought she was going to have a heart attack. McBride said she first learned about the charges when trying to change her name on her license after getting married in Texas. She was charged because of Sabrina, the teenage witch. Uh, wow! So on tape, are the charges dropped? I don't. It doesn't say so. Okay. Huh. You think you ever kept a blockbuster? Tape? No, no, Never. no, no, no. Never. Like I feel like I, I have a box in my attic of VHS tapes. I feel like there's one in there that has a Be Kind Rewind sticker on it. I'm so scared of the law, and to me, blockbuster was the law. They were the law. I just don't break rules really, unless it comes to like this job. And I know I. Well, I was gonna say I can't go to jail, but I almost <laughs> did once. Cut two times. <laughs> Uh, you know, I've been a rule follower, except for when it comes to my career. So I'm not trying to get in any trouble. Okay. Uh, one final story. Do you know who Shock G is, Eddie? No. no, I don't. Shock G is the lead rapper of Digital Underground. Here is a clip of the Humpty Dance. He died at 57 years old. So is this Shock G, the one mm-hmm. rapping right there, mm-hmm. Humpty? Mm-hmm. I thought that was Humpty. No, it, uh, no, it's a Humpty dance. I had no, no idea. Humpty. I thought his name was Humpty, but no. that's Shock G. I didn't know that. His name is Shock G. Wow. Fun fact, Tupac auditioned to be on the road crew, got on, then started doing background dancing for Humpty uh, for Digital Hun- Underground. Then Tupac's first album, which did relatively well, they did two songs with him, helped him with his first single, I Get Around. Um, so there was the whole... Wow, I didn't know that. Mm, he died at 57 years old. Man. I have performed that song so many times at karaoke <laughs> or parties. And early Raging Idiot shows. Yeah, we used to do the, the, the Humpty Dance. Stop what you're doing, because I'm about oh, to ruin you know every the image word. and the style that you're used to. Uh, I look funny, but, but you all make making money. money. Rest in peace. Is that the one you would do with Andy Roddick? Yes. Mm, that was our yeah. thing, because we both knew all the words. All the words. And so they're like, you guys get up and do something. What do you want to do, man? I don't know. Well, we, we know Humpty Dance. <laughs> yeah, but it's mm-hmm. church. Who cares? Let's go. <laughs> All right, that's the news. Thank you. Bobby's Big Story. On the phone right now in Illinois is Christina. Hello, Christina. Good morning. Welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. Hi, good morning. Morning, morning. 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 Um, so my question is regarding your Nat Geo show and whether breaking Bobby Bones was going to be first or air first or if your episode with Bear Grylls and Caitlin was going to air first. Uh, the episode with Caitlin and I doing Bear Grylls is May 17th on Nat Geo. And on that episode, they'll show the first part of Breaking Bobby Bones. But the real Breaking Bobby Bones debut is on May 31st, okay, which is Memorial Day. Uh, so Bear Grylls, May 17th. Which, that's quick. I feel like May 17th is It feels here. like it's been 10 years in the making. Oh. I've been doing this show for a year. Yeah. Um, May 17th, Bear Grylls with Caitlin and I. And then May 31st, my show, Breaking Bobby Bones, which I am praying with all of my heart and soul that you guys will watch. Because if this fails, I'm quitting everything. <laughs> I'm, I'm out. No more, no more anything. So um, just praying you guys will watch it. But that's what's up, Christina. May 17th, May 31st, put it in your phones. Uh, screenshot you putting it in your phone calendar and tag me on Instagram story. And who knows? I may, I may give a couple people a couple treats. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. There you go. All right, Christina. Thank you. Have a good day. You Bye. 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 Five bands that get hate they don't deserve. Here you go. Number five, Maroon 5. Yeah, that happens. Mm. All the time. This is their new song, Beautiful Mistakes. They've had hits for the past two decades. They started as a rock band, now they just chase pop songs. That's fine, though. That's up to them. They're still extremely relevant, even though Adam Levine's like 93. <laughs> he does <laughs> he, not he look looks 93. 20. I think he's like 43 or so. I'm just kidding. Uh, Coldplay. I can't believe yeah, Coldplay gets hate. I think they got so big. The cool thing is to be counterculture. You're like, oh, everybody loves Coldplay. I don't like Coldplay. They've sold over 100 million albums. Back in 2017, they made $537 million on a single tour. I think all guys hate on them. No girls. Girls love Coldplay. I I love Coldplay. I know, but the haters are definitely guys. Imagine Dragons. They've won Grammys. They're so good. They've sold 20 million albums. 
They get way too much hate. You see the guy and you're like, well, that's not a guy I'd like to hang out with because he's like a gym guy. He looks like the guy who spends all the time. Who cares? With cut off shorts. Yeah, who cares? He doesn't make it not like their music. At number two, Creed. The. <laughs> I mean, I, get, I think it's most guys probably hating on all of these bands. I feel like girls like them all. I love Creed. Yeah, I think Creed's still great too. You love Creed? They were. I mean, I don't, I don't hate on it. I think I would have a good time if I went to a concert. It's funny when people so say, like, Eddie. hate is such a strong word. I think love's a strong word, too. To love Creed? I love crazy. Creed. Come on, Scott Staff. I know you're in town. <laughs> you're crazy. Come do the show, Scott Staff. <laughs> uh, they're one of a top 10 selling artists in the 2000s. Yeah. So, Creed rocks. Yeah, it's a weird time. <laughs> <laughs> and the number one band that gets hate Here they do go. not yeah. deserve. One, Here two, three. Nickelback. Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> They're the most played artists of the 2000s, period, straight up. My opinion is people just hate because they got so popular, and the cool thing to do is be against what's super popular. So it's like, oh, I hate I hate Creed. I hate Nickelback. You don't hate them. If they wouldn't have blown up, you wouldn't have hated them. You'd just been like, eh, that's not for and me. We would have known them. Uh, I do have honorable mentions up here. Oh, <laughs> there's more. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Smash Mouth. Oh, yeah. Why do you hate all these people? Exactly. They had All Star walking on the walking sun. Walking in the sun was a jam. Mm-hmm. They did the uh, the Shrek songs. Uh-huh. They, oh. And then I saw her face. Yeah, <laughs> did a great cover of "I'm a Believer." Another one, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, stop that! It's understood that Hollywood if you hate the Chili Peppers, you just didn't get it. You weren't around at that time. Love the love the Chili Peppers. They're so good. Nothing to hate about them. And then finally, if one more person hates on Counting Crows, I'm probably going to go, What? Who does that? Ev- the world. Oh. I'm going to freak out. There's no way. Not us. It's Counting Crows and Hootie and the Blowfish. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, the 90s, man. Don't. I'll cut you. Yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of Hootie haters say, yeah, back Yeah, say in that day. to me. I will cut you. I love Hootie. I love Counting Crows. Mm-hmm. So turn this up right here. This is jam. You just, like, didn't, you just didn't get it. I play it. We have a jukebox in the house. And sometimes when I turn that jukebox on, <laughs> I will put on Counting Crows' first record. Oh, man. And it just if you don't know them, it just sounds like whining. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does whine a lot. Caitlin's like, why is this guy whining over <laughs> guitar? That's what my wife always said, too. It's like, oh. I love him, but man, he whines a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to go after work, just get my car and listen to Counting Crows. That's That'll right. take me back to when I was just starting to drive. Yeah. Take you back. Hey, speaking of taking you back, let's do a little flashback Friday here. Um, just go back, think about the time. The year is going to be 1987. Oh. Hit that, Raymundo, if you don't mind. Flashback Friday. The biggest country song on this day, Randy Travis, Forever and Ever, Amen. I'm gonna love you forever. Forever and ever, Amen. 87, you were how old? Six. I don't know. 20? <laughs> Eddie, 20? No, I was probably, what, nine? Yeah. I was seven. Eight? Yeah. I mean, and I remember this song because mm-hmm. my grandmother loved Randy Travis. Uh, the biggest pop song is You Too, With or Without You. Oh, come on. You're a big U2 fan, huh? Oh, yeah. It's off the Joshua Tree record. Such a good record. And the biggest thing in pop culture, The Simpsons premiered as a cartoon short between skits on the Tracy Ullman show. The Simpsons is now the longest-running scripted TV series in U.S. history on season 32. Wow, so Crazy. it wasn't even a show. It was just a little short that came out. A short thing. Wow. That was on this day in 1987. For sure, in 1987, I still pee in the bed. That till about eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, some kids do yeah. it till way older than that, so sure. it's fine. I, I, I did it once at a like a birthday sleepover party, mm. and I knew it happened, and nobody else knew. And I said, hey, I need to go home, and I didn't tell anybody, and I left. And they discovered it after I left, oh. and, I didn't, and they wouldn't be my friends anymore after oh. that. That's P.P. Bobby. Sorry, man. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that. It's terrible. Trauma. A little bit bit of kid trauma in there from that one. Uh, That's a little flashback Friday. If you guys want to hit us up, you can. 877-77-BOBBY. Don't forget, Alan Jackson will be on the show Monday. We're very excited about that. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Long Island, New York. A 40-year-old man wasn't feeling too well, goes to the little hospital, gets checked out, and everything's okay. He goes home. He's like, oh, no, I left some stuff at the hospital. He calls. Hey, I left some personal property there. Can you look in my room I was in? 
They found it. It was two bags of cocaine. So. Oh, my goodness. You just don't, You have to just go up there and go, hey, I need to get in here and get something. Yeah. <laughs> so they found it. They called police, and when he went to go pick it up, police were waiting. Mm. Dang. <laughs> if you wouldn't mind going to get my cocaine, that would be great. <laughs> just leave it up front under my name. Here's my name and address. <laughs> or send it over to the house. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Raimundo says that he cannot go to Mike D's wedding. Why? Oh, no. In June. Oh. Oh. Basically, the location, it's difficult. It's between, I mean, two major cities, but it's a rental car situation. It's in a city without hotels. That's one of the obstacles. The other one is I feel like we're kind of almost like the presidential task force. You don't send everybody in the cabinet to the exact same location. Somebody's got to stay back at the mothership. (laughs) If there was bad weather, this, that, anything hurdles. Yeah, first of all, uh, I'm just saying in Austin... Uh, and there's Which hotels is, in that city. There's hotels in Austin. Oh, in the city of the wedding. I've stayed there at oh, a wedding. There's really? plenty of hotels. There's cabins. There's plenty of places to stay. So he's dodging out on that oh, one. Boy. That's kind of rude. And then secondly, I would understand if someone needed to be here if it was on a show day, like where we're going to work from Austin. Is your show? Is your wedding on a Wednesday? No, it's, it's not, not a Saturday. Oh, oh. Do you I, just do you just not want to go? I, I would love to go back to Austin. I haven't been there in years. But me and my wife, I said, I think it'd be a generous thing for me to stand back. I've heard other people behind the scenes are going. I believe a lot of the show is. Why not I hang back? I can handle some stuff so that we don't all think that we're, we're all there and we're kind of screwed if stuff goes haywire. Show wise. What are what? What? I don't understand what you're <laughs> like. It's a Saturday. I got and, if, and if all flights shut down and we're not able to fly, we have a studio there. Does we can he, all work out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does he mean... This is me going, my brain going way out there. But does he mean if we all are on the same flight and the plane goes down, he needs to be able to, the oh, show he's will live on? It? Like it's now the Ray show? Okay. Is uh, that what you mean? I mean? You just don't want to go. No, no, no. I can give you a real life example. We all went out to Vegas. It was one of the few trips I went on. And I said, man, this is kind of crazy. What if something happens? Oh, come to find out Sunday there's delayed flights. My wife sends up in San Diego. That was a three-month fight because... I ended up going on a trip that I probably shouldn't have. I always should stay back with the computers. This is a wedding. <laughs> it sounds computers. like you just don't want to go. I really do. And then, I mean, I mean then, then you know what? If something happens, we don't have a show that day. It's fine. I don't use all my vacation anyway. Well, then we're jumping in your rental car. What? So now it's sure. a rental car issue? I, Ray, I can give you a, a rental ride. car. Costs I'll figure like out a What if Enterprise shuts down oh, boy. and we have no way... I was a little shocked when I saw the exact location, and it wasn't in one of our hubs. Boom, H-Town, Big D. H-Town? What is this city? I've never even heard of this city. I don't understand. He's just saying a lot of things here. I don't think he wants to go. (laughs) Listen, Mike, I'm sorry. Ray doesn't want to go to your wedding. (laughs) Okay. Ray, you you and Bay can ride in whatever, however I get there. No, that sounds fun. What? We're done. Have a great day. We will see you guys Monday. Uh, Monday, Alan Jackson will be on. Everybody good? Yeah. Yeah. Have a good weekend. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bone Show.